Hello, friendly nerds. You have once again joined us for another episode of The Last Nerds on Earth Presents The Five Crystals. I am Andrew, your host this week. I also play your best friend Carly, the Fire Genasi. The last time you joined us, we explored a ship that was actually pretty dangerous, but we didn't spring any of the traps. Was it the divine intervention of Lathander? Or was it investigating a lock for too long? Anyway, will we finally make it to Waterdeep? What will happen to Oliver? Find out right now. So you four reconvene in sort of the middle of the deck and the night's, you know, winding up, I guess. The day's winding down and, you know, the crew is is beginning to eat dinner and, and one of them's waving at you guys to join them in the galley below deck, if you'd like to. Yeah, I'll go away with them. I, I join yeah. the crew in the galley. Gotcha. Yeah, I go too. It's kind of somber. Nobody's really talking a lot, partly because they lost crew members today. They lost parts of their family. And then another part is basically uh, they're just tired. It was a long, it was a long day. Um, you know, after the fight, they had to dig out the thing. And, and so... There's some murmurs, you know, just a quiet conversation. That was fucking crazy. What did you do? I stabbed a guy. Oh, I got stabbed. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't stab you. I know. <laughs> you know. And you guys join a table with uh, a couple of the sailors who are sitting there. It's the same two sailors, actually, that took you out on the boat. One of them had waved you in. And they said, and they say, uh, hey, so uh, what are you guys going to Waterdeep for? Well, we, we got a mission. Go mission. Like, yeah, uh, well, we we don't know what it is yet. We're we're uh, adventurers. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. And and they suddenly realize they notice the the little symbol, the little emblem you guys carry on you, that signifies you as the adventurers guild. They see those signets sort of in different parts of your clothing, and like, oh okay, cool. Yeah, how do you, uh, how do you like that? Is that cool? Yeah, you guys you guys like fight monsters and stuff and like. Like dragons. Have you guys seen a dragon? Oh, I see a dragon no. every day. And I, I look over <laughs> at Allegrax and just smile. And they're like, yeah, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he's terribly racist. But... <laughs> <laughs> I love dragons. That's what they all say. <laughs> I bet you have a dragon for a friend, don't you? Means you're allowed to say whatever you want. I do, friend. I've got a dragon president. <laughs> So, okay, cool, cool, yeah. Um, but have you, have you like, you've gone on like, you know, have you, have you, you've gone on like big adventures though, yeah? They're like itching for a story. Uh, well, we, uh, we had this, uh, double ganger, like, double shifty yeah. thingy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard it. It was pretty crazy. And, uh, this, uh, shifty gnome and, uh, some fish people. Yeah, no, we were and there. That's, for, uh, we were there for the. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it so far. Oh, for telling stories, Carl. Oh. Well, well, you could tell the story. I just like saying things. Uh, oh, stories you want. Imagine my surprise when you know, going into a cave or under under a gigantic tree underground. Yeah. Rescue a little little gnomish girl. Oh and yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, you know, we find her, tell her to follow us, and all of a sudden, friend over here has got a knife in his back. Whoa! What? Oh, who stabbed you? Did the little girl? Here's the little girl. Little Whoa. did we know. Little girl, you know, 
morphs into a large doppelganger type thing. No. Yeah, not not as innocent as we thought. No way. Oh man. And you best believe I got my revenge on her. Oh <laughs> man, yeah. Are you okay? Do you still have the scar? He's yeah. Got... Not really anything I'd rather oh. show right now. Kind of in my on my back and stuff, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do got scars. Right. Whoa. That's cool. <laughs> These guys went like surfer dude on me. Wow. Whoa, dude. Yeah, cool. Right. Oh, man. So you guys are adventurers. That's awesome. That's awesome. Glad you know these guys are adventurers. Yeah, man. I, I just, I was here. I saw it. I, I, I'm, I'm sitting I'm right, I'm right next to you. Theo, come on, man. Sorry about Theo, man. Listen, hey, we wanted to thank you guys for what you did today. That was really amazing. You know, we've, we've, we've heard of adventures you know and honestly we didn't know your adventures but we've also heard of some of them not really working out before some of them don't make it is what we heard you know even after they graduate the academy and we've had security teams on here before that really weren't they weren't worth the money we were given so we i just want to say thank you the whole crew wants to say thank you and like uh when he says that the crew like sort of perks up and they're like ah! Ah! so listen yeah, go ahead. On that note, I'm going to pull out a gallon of uh, whiskey. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of shot glasses. And they're all like, there you are. Yeah, all right, yeah. And they all sort of like crowd around. They all, you know, they're like, yeah, hey, me, me, all me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, you filling everybody's mug here? I'm giving them each a little shot. You know, okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> so there's probably about, probably about 15 of them now. Even the cook takes some. And, and so they, they all, you know, throw it back and they're, oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh, and like, again, Theo's just gone, man. He just, boom, <laughs> right on the table. Most of them, <laughs> most of them just instantly inebriated. Uh, uh, time. They're all laughing. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nudging each other. Hey, these are good guys. These are good guys. And, you know, Clyde gets in there and he's like, hey, you're good guys. All right. <laughs> If you ever need anything from us, you just ask. All right, you just you just say the crew of the Oriole, you know, and you'll find us. Okay. Now, if we're in town, you know, obviously, but if you need a ride somewhere, you let us know. You're all right, buddy. Sure, should know that. Thank you. No problem. Listen, I'm gonna tuck in for the night. I think a couple of the other guys are too. But once again, thank you. Clyde gets up and he sort of rouses theo and and he almost has to carry him basically out and a couple of the other guys you know people stick around they tell you stories about oh yeah we went over here we went to water deep uh it's sort of winding down as the night goes on there was a bit of a party uproar uh once the whiskey came out but you know some of the sailors a little bit more lightweights than others then again it is windigger whiskey so <laughs> Yeah, I think I used my magic to uh, create little versions of everybody that fought each other. <laughs> and bets were placed on them, and uh, some money was exchanged. A small fight actually broke out, but they're all good now. So you guys are sort of sitting there and finishing up, and everything's winding down. And Clyde actually walks back in the room. He had put Theo away, and, you know, come back. Hey, uh, you guys doing all right? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a fun night. Figured you guys would be uh, six feet under after that. Uh, whiskey's pretty strong. Learned how to handle it. Yeah, well, a couple of the guys went. And he looks around. There's a couple just still passed out on tables. A couple of the guys went, uh, weren't so good about it, it looks like. 
but uh, that's all right. You know, this is part of the life on the sea. So, um, hey, uh, you guys know about you guys know about Lady Bianca, right? We know of her. Well, everybody yeah, knows about captain? her, but I mean, she's kind of a she's she's kind of a secretive person for a reason. But there is one story, and it's actually the reason we're not allowed to go to Neverwinter. You see, yeah. you see, one time we were porting there all the time transporting people, transporting cargo, whatever. And then one time, this guy comes up to us, and he's hoity-toity, you know. You can tell he's not from around there, because everybody knows Bianca. Everybody. Nobody messes with her or the Oriole crew. Just common knowledge. He comes up and says the price for docking the boat has doubled. But Lady Bianca doesn't like that. She says, no, no, it's not. He says, yes calls over some king's guy. She says, no, no, it's not. Calls over watermelon head. Anyways, words get exchanged. Next thing I know, there's a pile of king's guard on top of this tubby toad-like guy, and we're suddenly not invited back anymore. Watermelon head didn't move, but Lady Bianca was like a blur. I couldn't keep track of her movement. She was moving so fast. Every time I looked, there was another unconscious king's guard. And then finally, the toad stood alone, she cracked him over the skull with one closed fist. That's it. No weapons, just a fist. Knocked out six king's guards and a toady toad man. I don't like him. I think he's a toad. Anyways, that's Lady Bianca. That's why we're not allowed to never went in. They put a permanent ban on the Oriole and her crew. So what do you think of that? Eh? <laughs> Incredible. Why in the world does she need, you know, four four guardsmen like us if she can take a legion of king's god by herself well no 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 no! i didn't say a legion i just said six of them unsuspecting fat king's gods but still by herself the reason being oh, yeah is she doesn't like to show off another reason she doesn't really want to, everybody to know what a certified badass she is most of the crew we have here didn't ever get to see that i'm one of the only ones still left what happened to the rest of them uh, you know traded jobs settled down got married had kids that kind of life but not for lady bianca she's born on the sea lives on the sea she'll die on the sea <laughs> uh, if death can even catch her the raven queen is bold enough to send anybody after her that's incredible yeah it's pretty well, amazing she's pretty cool yeah yeah anyways i just wanted to give you guys a good story since you guys gave us one and uh that's it so i'm off to bed again uh <laughs> If I can sleep with Theo snoring, it'll be a miracle, I'll tell you that much. Well, best of luck. You as well. Have a good night. And uh, no, he gets I... up and uh, sort of gives a wave behind his head to you guys and, and walks out of the room. And at this point, it's it's pretty late in the evening. So if you guys want to, you can bed down for the night and um, we'll wake you back up here in a little bit. Is All there anything right, you guys, good. Okay. Anything you guys no. want to do before bed? I think I would just mention... Oh. That's kind of weird. She she definitely uh, didn't show that kind of fighting above deck with the fish people. No, not really. Maybe it's something she wants to keep under wraps. Yeah, you would think she would do it protecting her daughter, but well, I guess Allegrax took care of that. Good job, by the way. That was that was awesome. Day's work. Anyhow, I reckon we should sleep on this information. I believe so. All right. All right, y'all. I'm pretty pretty pooped out. All right. So the four of you get up and head to your uh, respective rooms and pass out for the night. 
So we'll give you guys, go ahead and click on Long Rest in D&D Beyond, and we'll wake you guys back up. Just sort of moving you guys along a little bit here. A few days go by. Carly, you, you're sort of working with Willis on, on sort of how to, how to get in contact with your god, Saloon, a little bit, and sort of discussing that with him about how, you know, proper rituals. He knows a little bit about her just through his studies, and so every god has their own like rituals that work a little bit better than just speaking to her so he sort of teaches you a couple of those he does mention lathander more than once not necessarily in trying to convert you but just you know mention him hey hey sir yeah i, th- I think i asked about lathander quite a bit and okay. just learned a few things yeah you learn lathander is the god of of uh new life and renewal basically you can convert to him and and he also watches over newborns and everything like that. His emblem is a light road, basically a road of light traveling into a sunrise. He is he's a little bit vain for a god. I mean, he's a god, but he's called the Morning Lord, essentially. So with every every time the sun rises, uh, Willis is out on deck sort of praying to Lathander, and that's where he greets you, and he, he shows you what he's doing and what you can do and stuff like that. Allegrax, you're sort of hanging about, and you sort of mingle with Farid and um, the Rutherfords, and you check up on them a couple more times, and they're very grateful, and, and you learn that they actually had a business deal go bad on them, and they're moving to Waterdeep to live with some family. And they were once extremely rich, but as of right now, they are essentially dirt poor. And they try to keep up appearances, but I mean, you guys sort of picked up on that in the beginning where their clothes were looking a little bit more threadbare than they should have been. And so they're moving to Waterdeep to be with Mumsy's sister. Parid himself is fairly closed mouth. He doesn't talk to anybody unless somebody talks to him, but not, not really in like a shifty way per se. Like it doesn't look like he's keeping a particular secret. He just doesn't initiate conversation. He's got his own agenda. But he, you know, does he's not skulking around or anything like that that you can tell. Oliver, you actually have found a new companion in Watermelon Head. Nice. Yeah, you guys sort of hang out a little bit, and you know he's overtly strong, being a um, a Goliath, and and you're very quick, and so you guys sort of have little games of of strength versus dexterity and stuff like that. A little bit of sparring here and there, just sort of keeping up, you know, your your own combat and whatnot that's awesome and uh, philomena cannot be unglued from him except when rain is around and every chance she gets she tries to sneak up and jump on rain's back or attack his legs and most of the time you can see her coming a mile away but you rain have occasionally i might i might let her have a win just just for sure yeah absolutely and so you've actually been sort of keeping an eye on Philomena. And you've, you've mentioned the the chef's body a couple of times, again, to Lady Bianca. And she mentioned that she needs more resources to figure out what she's she's thinking of. She doesn't want to, she don't want to like freak anybody out and doesn't want to say something that's untrue. So she says that she'll, she'll find out more in Waterdeep. But you have been sort of keeping up with your your rope tying techniques and your, your sailing techniques, working with the crew, but mostly you've been trying to keep Philomena out of trouble, which has been a full-time job, essentially. And you guys <laughs> sort of just go about your days like this, when on the 13th morning, you see in the distance, you've been able to see the coast here and there while you're traveling, 
but you can see for the first time the bow of the ship pointed towards a large city. There are spires shooting into the sky, large sprawling dwellings all the way across the coast. It almost looks like from end to end. And you also notice several large statues. You can't really make out exactly what they are, but you know by the statues and by the tall buildings that this is water deep. Yay. Yay. Awesome. You guys made it. And so your ship pulls into port uh, with the assistance of the sailors, and they hook up to the dock and throw down the gangplank, or I guess just the walking board. And there is many, many, many docks out there. And you guys actually head you guys head towards the southernmost portion of it. And so you come along the shoreline and there is just this massive wall along the edge, which you can only assume is protection against like pirates or ill-wishers. And you come into the port of Waterdeep and there are massive numbers of boats here, ranging from small fishing boats to large, like four times the size of the one you guys are on galleys. You can see parts of the Royal Navy here and there, and all along the docks is just hustle and bustle. There's a lot of hustle, mostly bustle, though, of people moving to and from. Can I get a percentage of hustle to bustle? It's probably an 80 to 20 ratio. That's yeah. a lot of bustle. A lot of bustle. So you guys are going to pull up onto one of the southernmost docks, and you can see somebody sort of waving the boat in, sort of guiding it in, and... There's a loud scrape as you guys run up against the dock. The gangplank comes down, and the crew begins unloading. Mumsy and Berkston approach you, Allegrax, as you guys are sort of standing there, sort of seeing off all the cargo. And, and Berkston walks up to you and says, Thank you. Thank you so much for, for just checking in on us and, and making sure we're okay. I, once again, I really appreciate Where's your Where's your little friend, Carly? Carly, yes! Thank you, and he turns to you, Carly, and he grabs your hand and, and just begins shaking. He says, you saved my life, and you saved Mumsy's as well, and, and we just want to appreciate you as much as we can while we can. If you, if you ever get a chance, uh, look us up if you can. We're going to be uh, in, in the castle ward, the staying uh, near the pampered traveler. We won't be there, but they'll, they'll know where to find us. Oh, 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 well, thank you. Uh, Perry saved you too. I, I, I kind of came in late, but uh, no, you, you're super nice, so uh, I'm happy to do it. Oh yes, absolutely. We've we've spoken and we've thanked Perid, and, um, and you guys sort of look around. Perid's gone, and you look, and he's already halfway down the dock, just sort of beelining it a little bit. Well, we tried to thank him. He's a bit closed mouth, but Mumsy, say thank you to the nice people. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. We won't forget you. Thank you. And uh, the yeah, two. Of I go them. in for a hug for sure. And you know what? He hugs you back. Yes. He gives you a big, big, just tight hug, and he whispers in your ear and says, "I wouldn't be here without you." I just want to say thank you once again. And he, he breaks the embrace and puts his hands on your shoulders and, and looks at you and, and doesn't say anything else. Just just walks off the gangplank. Him and Mumsby uh, carrying their luggage. Willis actually comes up to you as well, and he says, uh, Well, I, I really appreciate the uh, the time we spent together. I hope everybody learned something. If you guys get bored, 
you know, I'm, I'm actually staying uh, in the in the trader's ward, uh, trader's ward, excuse me, at uh, Maelstrom's Notch. So if you if you ever want to look me up, it's it's just south of City of the Dead. So um, like I said, if you want to look me up, by all means, Maelstrom's Notch. Just ask for Willis. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to talk to you again someday. And I hope to see you soon, Carly. And you keep at it. Saloon's a lucky, lucky goddess to have you. Oh, I definitely will. Thank, thank you. Your, your magic's awesome, and, and I think I might get that magic someday. I think you will, friend. And uh, he shakes your hand. He shakes Allegrax's rain and uh, Oliver's hand, and you know, gives each of you a, a good look, and, and then takes off and goes on uh, his way. Uh, Lady Bianca walks over to you. All right, yep, hurry up there. Um, go ahead and get that sh unloaded, and and we'll take on passengers and cargo and head back up. Listen, you four, I wanna I wanna thank you. You guys did an amazing job uh, for me, and and <laughs> sure I'm glad I don't have to pay you. Ah, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, I really don't. But I am. So and she produces <laughs> uh, four bags of gold, and she hands one to each of you guys. And they're not they're not large bags they're it's 25 gold each so if you guys want to add that to your inventory go ahead listen i nice. i am uh i'm just very grateful for what you did and i don't know how i'm gonna babysit philomena throughout all this without you rain she's a treat she really is she really is so uh if you happen to find out anything more about about that incident on the uh oh yes this, uh... yeah i listen I've got a few connections around here that I want to look up. Where are you guys staying at? Uh, I don't know if we know just yet. Okay. Uh, Probably with should. the Adventurers Guild, like, like usual. Yeah, worst comes to worst, you can leave a message for us at the Adventurers Guild. They'll get it to us. Absolutely. Not a problem. Yeah, I think there's one, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's up in the Castle Ward. Either that or the... Yeah, it's in the Castle Ward by the Godcatcher. So, uh, yeah, that uh, if you guys haven't ever been here before, it's just it's it's north of basically in the northern part uh just look for the god catcher ask for the god catcher or maybe just the adventures guild and that'll get you up there Good yeah well um i definitely appreciate it and um oliver make me a dexterity check real quick oh not good six all right um as she's a nine so nine Okay, hang on, let me... Oh, oh, I get to roll now. I get to roll now. Let me roll my dice. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Hang on. Is that a d20? That's a 12. Hang on. Where's all my d20s? I got eight of them. Just, there we go. Just use the 12. It's okay. You know what? I am going to roll the 12. It's probably going to be higher than nine. I, I, yep. I hope it's not damage. So, as she's talking, a blur from your right no sorry your left oliver comes streaming at you this gray blur and in the nick of time you duck and watermelon misses a punch right at your head oh. <laughs> you got lucky dude he rolled bad oh uh, i know that's not oh, really how it works worried there, mate. <laughs> oh man and he just sort of stands and, and oh. is staring at you with a big smile on his face, which none of you outside of Oliver have ever seen him do. And he just, uh, he puts a big, big, big meaty hand on your shoulder. And he just goes, good luck. Same to you, my friend. And he gives you, a, he gives what he thinks is a gentle pat on your back, but it sort of knocks you forward a little bit. <laughs> so, and then, Rain, you see a tiny little, uh, little critter poking out from behind lady bianca and she streaks towards you and she goes ah! Ah! 
she leaps up onto uh, your back and is, is stabbing you with basically a small wooden knife. And she's like, gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> Just, hey, girl, what did I say about announcing your sneak attacks? But I did it. I just announced what I gotcha. And I gotcha. Gotcha. You got me. Ruffle her hair, <laughs> hand her back to her mom. Be good. No! And then she runs away. Uh, and then runs below deck. And, and Lady Bianca just sort of chuckles and says, You guys are probably the best representation of the Adventures Guild I've ever run into. I want to thank you guys again. Good luck. And may the gods be with you. Thank uh, you. Goodbye. And the three of them sort of wave you guys off, and, and the rest of the crew all, you know, bye, guys, yeah, oh, yeah, Windigger whiskey, yeah, woo, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, you know, Clyde is, is moving a couple of boxes. Him and Theo are, are working on, on getting some of the cargo off, and he goes, hey, you guys have a good one. We'll see you around. Remember, if you ever need anything, ask for the Oriole crew. We'll help you out. We'll do that, mate. All right, and you guys step off the gangplank, make your way down the dock, and sort of move into uh, Waterdeep a little bit. And along the coastline, basically, where the dock is, there's a long street running, and it's essentially, it's just called Dock Street. I didn't make that up. And what you guys are looking at is sort of a T-shape. You're standing at the top of the T looking forward, and there's just one long road called Net Street. And shit, what was, what was your Adventures Guild number again? Oh, yeah. man. We're 3294. Okay. Yep, that sounds right. And you hear a uh, high squeaky voice. Adventure Guild 3294? Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. You're Adventure yeah, Guild yeah. number 3294? Right. That's us. That's us. That's us. And, and you sort of look around. You can't really discern where the voice is coming from until you see a tiny little hand waving at you and uh, a gnome <laughs> runs up and he's like, ah, ah. Uh, Adventure Guild number 3294. Yes, I have a message for you um, um, from uh, your. Um, <clears throat> and he sort of looks around and he. And he from your contact. He says, Leon. this evening... Oh, yeah, Leon. Yes. Okay, so you know. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I had told you guys or not. <laughs> yeah. He said, if you could meet him this evening at Timora's Blessing. It's a tavern in the Southern Wood, not too far from here. Timora's Blessing. Yeah, Timora's Blessing. Um, if you want, I can show you where the Adventurers Guild quarters are. That'd be fantastic. Excellent. Follow me. And he scurries off really fast, running through the crowd. He's moving very quickly, even for somebody as small stature as he is. But um, you guys are able to keep up, and he sort of leads you through these winding roads, and you make it up into the uh, through the trades ward and through the dock ward, essentially. And you see all sorts of like shops and houses and everything. And there's all manner of creatures here. And he you walk for a good bit it takes you a good part of the morning but you finally make it all the way up into the castle ward and here this is where the houses are very rich and large with you know expanses of land a little bit even in this deep of the city and he leads you to a large building with y'all's symbol on the front of it and he says right listen this is your uh, residence for as long as you need it while you're on mission. Only while you're on mission. If you're not on mission, you can't stay here. Understand? Perfect. Oh. All right. So in you go. Uh, the desk clerk will get you sorted. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. 
So you guys step in, and inside is a very ornate lobby. There's a hearth with a large fire going in and off to your left, and there's very soft and plump cushioned chairs off to your right. And then right in front of you is a long wooden desk, essentially, almost like, I mean, it's a concierge desk, essentially. And behind it sits a very tall, thin elf. And he is uh, looking down at some paperwork and writing with a quill and does not look up when you guys come in. And he just goes, Adventurers! Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's us. Right. And he puts his quill in, in his ink bottle and says, Step up! State your names! Oh, I'm Carly. Last name? Uh, uh, Carly. Right, no last name. We'll put Smith. Just kidding. No, we don't I'm just, do that. I'm, Car- I'm Carly. I know. Calm down, Janasi. Next. Allegrax Dendrin. Right. Next. Oliver Barthorn. He leans, he leans over and sort of raises his spectacles a little bit and, and looks over them at you. Oliver Blackthorn. Got it. Not so loud. Right. Uh, why? He writes that down. Next. Uh, Rainstorm Star. A Rainstorm Star. Oh. What? That's my name. Rain. A Rainstorm Star. Yes, that's my name. Okay, you wanted right. my name, didn't you? A Rainstorm Star. Got it. Right. You have rooms 124 through 128. They are on the second level. You can take the stairs to your left here. Follow it up, and you will find your individual rooms. You may drop your gear there, and if you have any questions, you may come and ask me. Do you have any questions now? I oh, kind of yeah. have a question. Yes. Are the Adventurers Guild... This is uh, out of character. Sure, yeah. Are ahead. the Adventurers Guild headquarters... Is each one in each town like a Nurse Joy situation where the that guy's kind of the same person every time? Yes, it is. Excellent. Nice. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was very excited that you figured that out so fast. <laughs> So yeah, the the elf uh, you notice looks very similar, very similar to the one that was up in Luskin. Was it Luskin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, up in Luskin. So very similar to almost to a T. But uh, so he is he... the one in Luskin, your cousin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Anyways, here are your room keys. They don't lock or unlock the doors, as we have our own magical wards and nobody steals anything. They are just merely to mock the doors that you are using. If you are done with your room, please leave the keys in the non-usable lock, and we will take them from you and clean your room. If you are still using your room, do not leave your keys in the non-usable lock. Is that clear? Uh, Is that clear? I can't bring my key to you. Do not bring your key to me. We have protocol. Leave well, your key I in the. To, what? I wanted to ask you: Have you ever have you ever uh, seen fish guys? Because we saw some fish guys. Are there any other questions? No, well, thank I guess you. not. We're good. We're good. Please use the stairs to your left. I just gestured to the right. You didn't see me though. Excellent. Please use the stairs. Oh no, that would be correct for me then. If you have any further questions, you may ask, and you are welcome to stay here as long as you are on guild certified missions. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night. Uh, good day, actually. And he basically begins to ignore you. Oh, lovely. All right. Yeah. So uh, right, you guys so. make your way over to the staircase. It's a very, very nice staircase. It's sort of gold inlaid wood. 
and it leads you up to the second floor and essentially it's basically like a long hallway with rooms on the left side and a balcony overlooking sort of like a courtyard that has um, you know benches and, and tables and stuff down in there um, with some uh, trees and you know some pretty nice landscaping a couple of shrubberies and the rooms are all on to your left and you sort of one two three blah blah blah, blah. followed all the way around to the end of the hallway you take a right and your rooms are all the way in the back there. So basically, you guys have have the day. He just wanted you guys to meet him in the evening. Probably you can surmise after dusk. So if there's something you guys want to do during the day, you're more than welcome to do. Oh, Roll that beautiful oh, hey. bane footage. <laughs> oh. Hey, Allograss. Hey. What's up? Hey, r- remember that shield and staff from the, from the cave? Yes, vaguely. Yeah, well, uh, I have it. I, I grabbed it. It kind of seems a little special, but I, I don't know what it does. You, you want to take a look? Right. Well, um, see that shield there? You hold it in front of you, and it blocks incoming attacks. No, I, I, I feel <laughs> I feel something from it, like magical. But you're a warrior, so I don't know if you would know a little bit more. Magical, you say? Well, let's, let's take a look. Uh, if you want to try and figure out sort of what the magic is, you can roll me an arcana check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or can I just do a detect magic? You can do a detect magic on it, sure. I'm can can I do an arcana check? Yeah, Because sure. I just rolled really well. Okay, yeah, what was your <laughs> arcana check? Mine was a nat 20. Okay, man. I gotta yeah, give it to you. Yeah. I gotta give it to you. So, upon closer inspection, you notice that while the back of the shield sort of has some smudges and and not cracks in it sorry scratches and the leather straps are they're worn they're not like badly worn or anything like that the front of the shield even though it had been in a cave for an untold number of time is perfectly smooth it reflects perfectly and you can sort of figure out that and I'm not sure this is exactly how Arcana works, but I'm going to give it to you because it's been six years. You see that this is a shield of reflection. This shield, if you're wielding it and you take damage from a melee attack, you're able to use the shield to have the damage and return a basic melee attack without bonuses. Nice. Very nice. think it might be overpowered. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm assuming you'll well. you relay all that to Allegrax. I'm just going to say, uh, I think it's something to do with, like, shiny and uh, re- reflect, 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 reflection. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Shield what do you think? Reflection. Well, I reckon it could be useful. Oh, so nice. I don't particularly often fight with a shield myself, but... Huh, I, I wonder if Rain or Oliver will want it. I, I don't do shields. I got magic shield. If anything, we could probably find someone to buy it in Waterdeep. All right. Uh, can you look at this staff? I, I really, I, I think there's something special about it, but I just can't tell at all, at all about this. No, I'll study the staff. All right. Roll me best. Of, eh, no, do an Arcana check on it as well. Arcana. That's uh, nineteen. Damn, these are fucking good rolls. All right. Um, so you look over the staff and. It isn't a single piece of wood. It actually looks like vines that are all wrapped together, and there are small leaves coming off of it that are green. 
and you feel them. They're not made out of wood. They're actual leaves that are coming off of this staff. And with that excellent, excellent roll, you realize that this is a staff of rejuvenation. And with it, once a day, you may reactivate a spell slot you have already used. The spell slot can be half of your max spell level rounded up. So essentially, if you have a max spell level of 5, you can do uh, reactivate a spell slot, a level 3 spell slot. All right. Yeah. So as of right now, I think you guys only have like first level spells. So you could reactivate yep. first levels. And that gets relayed from Allegrax to Carly. What, what did you say the uh, the action time of that is? Like, is it an action? Uh, um, you know what? I didn't write it down, but yeah, let's call it an action. Okay. Right. Yeah. So if you're in combat, you guys sort of decide who's holding on to what. Well, I'm definitely holding on to the staff since I threw my other one out when I got that one. <laughs> and uh, the shield. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't need the shield. It seems pretty cool. Uh, who who do you think would want it? Consult with uh, Rand and Oliver, and if they don't want it, then we can try to find someone to buy it. All right, all right, that sounds good. All right, so I guess we go to Oliver and Rain. Okay, uh, and you guys are just sort of uh, chilling outside of your rooms, sort of waiting for everybody to gather. Oh, hey guys, uh, Elagrax and I were looking at these things we found in the cave, and uh, this shield. Well, we don't want it. It's like a shield of reflection. <laughs> reflection. Reflection, that's it. It seems pretty cool. Does anybody want it? Uh, real quick. Yeah. Since we've checked in to the Adventurers Guild mm -hmm. area, mm -hmm. Oliver has not left his room. Okay. And it's not really something I want to address until we're done because I want to leave it on a cliffhanger. So Oliver's not there. Oliver, okay, so it's just... Oliver is in his room. Okay, okay that's so fine. So it's just rain. Okay. So yeah, I'd say all that to rain then. Uh, I'm like, no, not not really. Uh, I don't really use shields. Oh, all right. Maybe Oliver will want it, or we could sell it, like Al Greg said. I don't, uh, I don't think Oliver quite in the way of using shields, so... Why? He, 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 he likes shiny things. He he does indeed like shiny things, but he's also you know sort of a, the the sneaky one of the party. Oh yeah, he he does. He does scare me a lot. He sneaks around, scares me. He's pretty good. <laughs> I will also tell you, as a rogue, if you give me that thing, I'm going to sell it. <laughs> well, I'm definitely gonna offer it to you for sure. <laughs> I, no, I'm I'm not letting him. I reckon we try to sell it. Yeah, sell it, add it to the party funds. Indeed. All right, I just, uh, oh, here you go, guys. And I just hand it over to Alagrax. Here we go. Well, we can do what we want with it. I got this sweet staff now. Got a vest and I got a staff. This is a pretty good time we're having. Fish people, yeah. So if you guys want to, there are, I mean, you guys are just, you guys are north of the Trades Ward, but there are, you know, businesses around. If you guys wanted to try and go find, you know, something to sell or something like that, or or find something to buy, if you guys needed to buy anything, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for like an armory shop or something, something that like deal in weapons and armor and shields. Okay, um, a good way to do that is probably ask the concierge. I don't like that guy. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, go down to Nurse Joy. 
excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> uh, actually, I never got your name. No, you didn't. What would that be? <sighs> Pringles. Pringles. <laughs> well, Pringles, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Good to meet you, too. Now, what can I help you out with? Uh, I'm looking for some sort of an uh, armory shop, something that would deal in weapons and shields and armor and such. You're probably best off looking at Riotar's Weaponry. It's down in the Trades Ward. Riotar's Weaponry. Yep. Lovely. Just off the high road. God, this dude's voice is all over the place. Ugh. God damn it. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you very much. No problem. Anything else? Well, that's all I've got for you today. Yes, yes. Quiet. Yes. And he uh, he goes back to writing in maybe his journal. I don't know. He's just writing stuff. Maybe he's writing his name over and over again. Pringles, Pringles, Pringles. I'm going to head in the direction of Riatar's weaponry. Okay. Uh, you guys step outside. Oliver, are you sure you don't want to go with him? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Very, very much sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys step outside into the hustle and bustle of the street. And you notice actually... Something you, you saw coming on the way in but didn't really give a good look was a enormous statue. A It is a well-muscled but impassive male human with a sphere of stone floating above its right hand raised skyward. There is, you know, he's dressed in, in fine clothes and at the base of the statue is a large plaque that says the God Catcher. And that's just sort of in the center of where a couple of streets, different streets intersect. That's... Interesting. If you guys want to, you can roll a history check. Sure, why not? There we go. Hey, I'll give you a little flavor here. Ooh, 19 plus 2. 21. Alright, that will do it. So, you guys know that... I'm just If you guys are in a group and one person rolls it, I'm going to tell one person, but you guys can assume he tells you. If you guys want to expedite things. This is one of the eight enormous statues called the Walking Statues of Waterdeep. They are scattered throughout Waterdeep to defend the city in times of great peril. Uh, there are many stories told, legends essentially, where under siege or, or a threat looms on the city, the eight statues come alive to defend it. Yeah, I'm just going to look at it and say, oh... I really wish I could see one of those things in action at some point. That's pretty, pretty awesome. What do you guys think? I certainly hope we never need to. Well, I guess you got a kind yeah. of point there. But, but don't we like action? Well, I like action. I don't like anything currently that that level of response. All right. Well, I still hope I see it someday. That's a, that's kind of on my bucket list, a giant fighting. Maybe someday. All right, so you guys make your way past the statue, and you take a right, start to head south towards uh, Trey's Ward. And you actually pass through a market that is there, but as you're looking at the different shops, it's all very, very fancy stuff. It's fancy clothes, it's like decorative stuff for houses, nothing really like armor or weapons or anything like that. It's all very civilian, civilized type stuff. So you continue, excuse me. Uh, you continue uh, down towards south. You pass another statue uh, that reads the Great Drunkard. And he's the unconscious pose of the statue in the tavern in its lap made the name of the Great Drunkard a natural fit. So it's just a, it's a very large pot-bellied man with, uh, that has a tavern sort of sitting in front of him with his legs halfway wrapped around it. And you continue south along the Street of the Sword 
and you pass by another one called the Hawkman. It looks like a winged hawk-headed being, and thus locals call it the Hawkman. You guys make your way down south, uh, take a left on Waterdeep Way, which connects into the high road. This is a real map. And you finally find yourself in front of Riotar's weaponry. There is a large storefront, glass cases behind barred windows that show brilliant displays of, of armor and weapons, just very, very fancy looking things. And there is a sign above it that it doesn't have any words on it. It just is a minotaur's head. It's a sign. It's not an actual head, just to be clear. It's just a sign. But you know this to be Riotar's weaponry. Interesting. Now, question. Mm -hmm. uh, does Algrax have any idea roughly what this shield might be worth? Do they kind of give me any idea of well, you know, it, it is a magical shield, so it's not it's not 100%, you know, common or anything like that. But I, I don't know if you'd be able to put an actual price on it. Okay. All right, then. Well, let's go, uh, let's go in. All right, I'm you guys step inside. I'm, I'm assuming the rest of y'all. Okay. So you guys step into Riotars, and there is just all manner of weapons, swords, shields, spears, uh, some ninja stars. There's a couple of nunchucks off to the side that are, are dusty and they're behind a case that say break in case of and then there's just a dot dot dot. And at the very back there is a sort of a bench desk and uh, a little bell goes off ding -a ding -a ding -a ding when you guys walk in and uh, there's, there's silence for a second and then you hear a couple of rumbling steps. Boom! 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 And out from the back comes a minotaur. And he is dressed, He's his head is almost scraping the ceiling, but he's dressed in, in fairly nice clothing. He's got a vest on, a button-up shirt, and he's actually wearing a pair of spectacles on his face. And he says, oh, hello there. Welcome to Riotars. I'm Riotar, the minotaur. <laughs> How can I help you gentlemen today? My name is Elagrax. These are my companions here. We've recently acquired a rather fascinating shield and we're looking for a place to sell it. Is that something you'd be interested in? Well, let's take a look. Let's have it then. And he I... sort of holds his giant paw out, hand out, I don't know. Gingerly hand over this, the shield. Picks it up. <whistles> oh, I mean, that's, that's a nice looking shield there. Never seen combat, huh? <laughs> I cannot. Oh, right. Well, let me. Uh, and he, he reaches underneath the desk, pulls out a hammer, and smashes it down on the shield three very hard strikes. And he looks at it, and there's not a mark left on it. It is perfectly clean. Shield of reflection. <laughs> Only seen a few of these in my lifetime. Not too bad, not too bad. Leather band's a bit wore out, that's not bad at all. Good scratch marks on there, it's fine, yeah. So you're looking to sell it, huh? Indeed I am. I could probably give you about 75 gold for it. 75 gold. Can I, can I insight, see if he's trying to lowball me? Uh, yeah. That is going to be 21. Alright. He seems on the up and up, but you get the suspicion that it might be a little bit more of a price uh, push there. You know from dealing with with merchants that usually they're alright for bargaining. 
So I'm uh, at that. At that, I'm gonna give a little bit of a chuckle. I'm gonna say, <laughs> it, uh, "Surely you know that you're lowballing me a little bit too much there." Yeah, he sort of snorts it. <laughs> a little bit too much. Okay, fine, fine. I can okay. do. I can do seventy-five gold. I believe that's. Uh, believe that's the offer you opened with. No, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. He said seventy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of a different <laughs> price point for you. Sorry. <laughs> can't possibly take this for less than 150. 150. <laughs> sort of snores. You, you seem to be a wise man. You you know you know how rare a find like this is. This is something that you don't come across very often. That's you, true. You get this in your shop. I, I don't see one of these in your shop. You come across this. You get this in your doors. You'll have people flocking to you. I I can't imagine people would pay less than 300 piece for for one of these shields. Well, now here's the thing. People aren't always looking out for shields and looking out to buy things. I gotta be able to turn a profit. 300's a little high to sell it at. I could. Well, it's magic. I understand you know it's magic. that, my little friend. But. Oh, what? Listen, I got I got baby minotaurs to feed, so I can do 125. How does that sound to you? Hmm. Tell you what. Actually, no. I like the sound of 125. I think you've got yourself a deal. Sounds good to me, and he uh, reaches out his big, massive hand to sort of shake yours. I shake it, and uh, he, it almost it almost envelops yours just a little bit. You know, I know you're <laughs> Dragonborn, but he's fucking Minotaur. So he sort of he shakes your hand and says, "Excellent, excellent." Well, and he pulls the shield down, and he pulls up a bag, and he dumps the the coins out, and he counts out in front of you, 125 gold, and he puts it into a separate bag, and. And hands it over and says, "There you go, no problems here." Now tell me, uh, what do you have in the way of plate mail armor for someone of my stature? Plate mail armor, plate mail armor. Yes, ah, oh, yes. Got a good shipment in of fine materials just the other day. Let me see. And uh, he steps around the desk and and comes out, walks over to the left side of the from your entrance the left side of the shop and, and there's rows of, of leather chain mail everything plate mail and whatnot and he uh he steps up in front of some some fairly nice looking plate mail armor he says this right here came in fresh about uh, about a month ago haven't really had much interest in it looks like it might fit you right you want to try sizing it on he pulls it off and and lets you sort of handle it uh, like so, if you want to like try the chest plate out and, and, and you know, yeah, it, it it fits pretty well. And so uh, he says, "How do you like it?" Oh, you went quiet on me there. How do you like it? So, right. So feel good. You you thinking you want to go ahead and grab that one? I like the I like the feel of it. Uh, what would something like this run me? Well, never been used in battle. Fresh off the block. Uh fifteen hundred gold. Yeah, sorry, that's that's the going rate. We don't really negotiate on prices there. I might be able to do something in, in used if you want me to, but, uh, I mean, 1500s, you know, fair price for it. No, I think I'm going to be walking around the shop and touching things, and then stuff's going to be falling over at this point. <laughs> hey! Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's so shiny. I like touching it. Don't touch anything. You're not going to buy. Well, you, you don't know that. Don't touch anything. How about that? <laughs> All right. Knocking over things. Well, I think I'm going to keep doing that as Alagrax is trying to 
get his armor. You're going to keep touching stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the Minotaur shop of weapons? Yep. You're going to keep touching yep. stuff. Hey! Yep. Hey! Whoa. What? Why don't you wait outside? You can't follow my oh. rules. You wait outside. Your rules are... I don't know your rules, actually. My rules are what don't are touch rules? anything. That's my rule for you. I just told you. Okay. I'm going to touch everything I can on the way out. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm terribly sorry about my friend. He's, he has some uh, issues in the brain. What? My brain's fine. I okay. put my head in. Step outside the shop. <laughs> oh, hang on. Right. He's not well, quite out the shop yet. I think I'll have one foot out the shop. Not quite. He told me to step out. Okay. <laughs> Something's happening. He's going to attack me, isn't He's he? He's going to attack you. He oh, definitely hits you. <laughs> Um, so he's gonna punch you in the back of your head as you're leaving. And he's gonna do some damage. Well, I do have my reaction to shield, so I would like to cast that automatically. To try to help. So, let's see. Well, brings my armor class up to 19. He he still beat it. I'm sure he did. I'm sorry. Gigantic. He beat it. <laughs> so yeah, he he punched you and did 16 damage. Okay, so I'm well, I'm I'm almost dead. Oh I'm shit, almost. you're unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> and and the the minotaur punches Carly in the back of the head and <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. And he puts a hand on his face and he's like Oh, I this... might be able to get that armor now. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm sorry about your little friend there. Hey, buddy. And he sort of nudges you with his foot. Hey, hey, you okay? Hey, you all right? Sorry, man. I've got a temper, <laughs> and I told him, I asked him to stop, you know. Sorry about that. I, you know, I, it's just, it's, it's my stuff. It's my shop, you know. Uh, sorry about that. Um, Yeah little grossly out of order but i think we can look past that for now unless uh in any regards unless your used pieces are significantly cheaper i don't think it's uh quite in my price range today but count on it i shall be back all right uh do you need a hand with you, your little friend i can i can get the guards over here they they know me no no no, no we can we can definitely take care of them just uh rem keep us in mind you know remember us I'll be back. Yeah, don't think I'll forget you. Sorry again about that. He, he sort of nudges Carly out the rest of the way of the door. And I'm sure you'll find a way to make up for it. Yeah, I mean, I can lower the the price. I, I could give you a discount of uh, down to 1,200 gold. Is, is that better for you? I'll tell you what, we'll keep that on the table for next time I come in. Yeah, and just just come on back. I'll, I'll put in a uh, put in a preemptive deal once I once I come back. Consider it bought. You know what? I'll hold it for you. How about that? What's your name? Allegrax. Allegrax Dardendrian. He goes back to his desk and he pulls out some paper, writes Allegrax Dardendrian, puts 1300. He said 13 or 1200? 12. 1200. Sorry, guys. He puts, he writes 1200 and he, he sticks it on the plate, uh, on the armor plate, or the, sorry, the plate mail. And he says, hey, sorry about that again. Uh, just, just don't let him touch my stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> Understood. Well, we'll be seeing you. Yep. Have a good one. And you. And uh, you guys step outside.
So Carly's unconscious in the street. <laughs> <laughs> one night. One night in Waterdeep. <laughs> one night in Waterdeep. Carly's passed down the streets. One night. We haven't even made it one night. We're still in the same day we arrived. <laughs> that's true it is it is probably like mid-afternoon at this point after making your way oh, up wow, there yeah, back. Not even night. so yeah oh my God. you somehow made one night an improvement <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do oh, maybe let's make our way down to tomorrow's blessing there's only one person that can heal just saying oh he he had it coming i'll let him i'll carry him <laughs> You're gonna well, carry... I'm going to have to do some death saves here. So. You're going to carry that. <laughs> how, so, how injured are you? I'm zero health. Yeah, he's I, I'll, exactly I'll throw, a cure, I'll throw him a cure. Okay. Um, I actually have that. Oh, that's, that's right, you do. Yeah. Forgot you. Little ranger. Uh, okay, so you roll a 1d8 and then add your spellcasting modifier to it. So give him six points. All right. I will give him six points. All right, so Carly, you come into consciousness, and I, I'm, you guys are probably right outside the uh, the shop still, and you you see Rain standing, like kneeling pretty close to you, and and Allegrax is standing over you with his arms crossed, and you come into consciousness. Oh, oh crap! That hurts. Did, oh, I got hit by him, didn't I? <laughs> yep. Oh. Did well, did you get your armor? I I played that con a couple times. It it's actually never worked. I didn't quite uh, didn't quite get the armor, but you apparently that punch was worth three hundred gold pieces. Well worth oh, it. Sweet. So oh god, this hurts. Can I? I'm sorry. Can I have a little whiskey? This. Oh. I'll give him a shot. Yeah. All right. All right. I I take a shot. Take a shot of whiskey after summer at 16 points. Roll me a constitution save, would you there, buddy old fellow friend? I just killed you, dang it. <laughs> okay, so I am 11 plus 4, 15. Okay, so you're a little wobbly, but but overall you're fine. You're tipsy at this point, but you're not full-on drunk. We'll give you We'll give you a tipsy for now because otherwise this whole thing's derailed uh okay. holy crap oh tipsy man that, yeah that is some that's some good whiskey i haven't had it till now i kind of just stayed away after watching you take it because you're you're a dragon and it, it destroyed you but i'm doing pretty good that's pretty pretty awesome so do you guys want to head down to Temora's blessing yeah let's do that now okay oliver i sort of want to reconnect you with the group do you want to go ahead and head down there since it's getting it's getting close to dark We'll just say it's getting close to dark. Yeah, I'll meet up with him. We noticed he's gone, right? Yeah, you guys noticed. So Oliver leaves his room's heads down, gets some instructions from uh, Pringles there, which I have Pringles on my desk. That's why his name is Pringles. <laughs> I'm usually good at that. And so you guys uh, meet up. You guys are, are just getting to Timor's Blessing when Oliver uh, walks up to you. Nice of you to join us. I probably just, yeah, I'm still probably not going to say anything. Just real be, be real, real quiet. Oh, hey, buddy. I got hit by a minotaur and I almost died. That was pretty awesome. I'm gone for not even two hours. And I missed just, that's yeah, great. I, 
I screw up my cons all the time. Sometimes they work, but this <laughs> one never does. I imagine it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah until I almost died. Well, after that, it was funner, actually. It's pretty fun right now. But he did manage to secure me a steep discount on some armor. Oh, saving money is always a good thing. <laughs> always. Anyways, let's make it to this, uh, this tavern. Alright, so you guys are in front of a tavern. Night has begun to enroach upon the sky. And uh, inside, you can hear you know, loud voices, people talking, a couple of laughs, a little bit of music going on in the background. And where you guys are is pretty far south. You're not actually too far from the docks, probably just about six, seven blocks. There's a proud yet squat building right in front of you. It's a little bit better than the taverns you saw just off the dart, and it's crowded, busy. And when you step inside, you just see large crowds of people, just people everywhere. But what draws your attention is a group of people standing around the center of a table. You approach it, and you see a gentleman. He has short-cut black-dyed hair. Uh, he has a dark gray cloak that's to blend in fairly well. He, his eyes are shining as he looks across the table at three separate uh, dwarves. There are several tankards empty in front of him, and he seems to be looking around for another one. And he, he is playing what you guys notice is a game called Goblin Poker. And his stack is quite large compared to the others, and he's laughing and having a grand old time. The dwarves, on the other hand, look rather surly. One of them, as you guys approach, stands up and he pulls out a small knife. Right? That's it! I'm tired of this blackguard cheating us! He's had it! You've had it! That's it! You're done! Hey, nobody asked you, Dragonborn! Get away well, from I me! This is our business! Well, I asked you. Oh, really? You in what army? <laughs> uh, three others that I just threw my great sword. Tell me, do you think that dagger can hit the great sword? I don't have to use a dagger to beat you. I can use my own bare fist with one of them tied behind my back and my left foot tied to my right and one eye taken out, given to my pal over here. And the other two dwarves stand up. I, I look at him, pull out a young cloak, but I'm like, want to test that? Because I'd love to see it. Sort of look over at you guys. Um, Rain, roll me a persuasion check real quick. 17. 17. All right, so the dwarf uh, sort of looks at you, looks over looks over the four of you, and he's, you know, sort of lowers his dagger a little bit, and he's like, listen, this blogger here been cheating me, and I'm going to have him for it, and, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want you guys interfering. With it, you understand? At that, the uh, half-elf stands up. He says, now, now, listen here. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Everybody take a deep breath. Now, I wasn't cheating you, fella, and you know that. I'm a good character. You're a good character. We were just having a good old game of goblin poker. All of a sudden, you wanted to run around about it. Now, if you don't like that, you can sort of help yourself to the door. How's that suit you? The half-elf has like this gleam in his eye and you notice he's been messing with a card in his finger, sort of like feeling it. And uh, uh, roll me a perception check, Allegrax. He's gonna be 18. 
you can see a very thin line of light that sort of encompasses the card just along the edges a little bit. We got, our, we got ourselves a gambit here. And the dwarves, you know, look at the five of you and they sort of look at each other and the one with the knife sheaths it and says, I'll see you again, half-elf. This ain't over by a long shot. They uh, make their way to the door, sort of pushing through, and one of them bumps you with his shoulder, Alagrax, and, and the other one sort of brushes past you, Rain, and they, they make their way out the door. And the half-elf watches him go, and, and then he sits down. And, now, that wasn't all that bad. Why don't you fellas take a seat? I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> he sits down, he looks over at you guys. Now, I can only imagine that y'all are looking for me. My name's Leon. It's good to meet you. Pleasure is ours. Now, y'all must be adventuring guild number 382445789238 purple 6, huh? <laughs> More or less. You know, before people leave the uh, the academy, they've usually named the group. Yeah, How do you know we it. didn't uh, we didn't name it? So so y'all actually set out with that name on you. You know what? We'll get into that. I believe we were the courageous union of nomadic travelers. <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't know about that one. I don't think anybody knows about that <laughs> Listen, let's hear get y'all a drink and we'll get into what we need to get into. How's that sound? Sounds fine to me. Alright. And he waves over the bartender, orders a couple drinks, leans in, we'll get to it next week. Dun dun dun! Hello, it's Andrew again. Thank you for hanging out with us. When it comes down to it, we're just a group of friends that get together, have fun, and we record it. Any show of support blows our minds. If you like the show, please head over to iTunes and give us a review. We would really appreciate it. You can also catch us on Google Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, check out our social media at Last Nerds Earth on Twitter and Last Nerds on Earth on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and Patreon. See you again next week.